All this week we are talking about the steps to getting started with your food truck business on 10-Minute Food Truck Training. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, my name is Bill Moore, founder of FoodTruckTraining.Group, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. This is Getting Started Week, and today we're talking about taking a shortcut and buying an existing business. Henry Ford says, failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. I had a friend of mine that had a daughter that babysat for me when one of my kids was really young, and I'm dropping off his daughter back to his house, and he greets me at the door, which was unusual, and he comes running out onto the porch and says, Bill, I need your help. I'm so lost. I just can't figure out this restaurant thing. I didn't even know he bought a restaurant. He lays out the details of what was going on, and after listening to him for a few minutes, I said, hey, no problem. I got you covered. We'll go check it out. So what he had done is he bought a small, takeout-only barbecue joint. It was a little hole in the wall that sat in a shopping center and it was a teeny tiny shopping center that had a convenience store that sat next to a bait shop that sat next to a 24-hour laundry and then his was a little tiny slender place where he had enough room to have a smoker and then a counter and could sell a handful of signs and then sell a barbecue. The business owner was quite popular and had built the business up quite well in that little teeny tiny area and was doing really good sales. But he was old and wanted to get out of the business, so he sold it and my friend bought it. And then my friend did something dumb. He moved it closer to his house. He thought, well, I've got the recipes, I've got the equipment, I'll just move. So he moved this successful business to a empty restaurant restaurant that had tables and his goal was to have a lunchtime business and then of course keep the nighttime dinner business as well and then now people could come in they could place their order and take it to go or they could come in sit down he could serve them so now he's added on employees because before it was just a guy running the counter and a guy cooking the meat the guy cooking the meat actually came with him so he didn't lose any talent there the meat products and all the food was still the same because the cook went with him he moved his business just over two miles. And you would think, well, a two-mile move shouldn't make a difference. But it did. Where he was located originally, as you were driving out of town, because it was on the edge of town, you were driving out of town towards the subdivisions. So the road was super, super busy. The business was on the correct side of the road for the traffic pattern. So people that are headed home could stop in, fill up the car, grab a bite to eat, and take it home to eat it, all without having to make U-turns and left-hand turns and all that nonsense. The particular convenience store shopping center area was at a corner with a red light. So easy access in, easy access out. No problems. The restaurant that he got was already vacant, so that should have been a little bit of a warning sign, and it had been vacant for a long time. It sat in the middle of the block. It sat on a divided highway, and it sat on the wrong side of the street for the way the traffic pattern would be headed home. And since it was on a divided highway, they couldn't make a turn to get into the business. It would have to require a U-turn. There was no red light anywhere near where he was, so the traffic was also traveling at about 45 miles an hour, so there's no slowdown opportunity. 
So he made it really, really difficult on him. Plus the traffic pattern, or the traffic count rather, was different for that little section. I'd only be in two miles difference because there was an intersecting highway and most of the people that were on that intersecting highway were making the turn the opposite direction from where his restaurant was for them to go home. So he missed the traffic, lots of traffic, and again was on the wrong side of the street. So that move hurt him. The Air Force base was about two and a half miles farther down the road, and his hope was to get a lot of the military guys on their lunch to come out to eat with him. And again, the traffic pattern made them have to go and make a U-turn to be able to come back, which isn't bad because that would make them headed the right direction once they would be going back to the base. But the problem was he's, the dining room only seated 24 people, which wasn't bad, and he hired a server, and she was bad. She had no clue what she was doing, but she had a really good personality, very attractive, but had no organizational skills in taking care of guests. So I, I told him, I will, will sit and we'll watch everything. So I poured over his books, and while I'm pouring over his books, I'm watching the server, and what few people came in, she ended up with three tables, and each of them had two people sitting at it, so she had a total of six guests to take care of. And it was painful to watch. She wasn't organized on which table needed drinks and which table needed to order taken and which table needed food to be served. When the food came up, she wasn't getting it out quick enough, even though there was really nothing else to do. She didn't greet people. I mean, it was just, it was chaos for that few of people to be sitting there. Plus, this building had a drive through He was thinking that would be easier for people to uh, order food and then be able to take it on their way you know, back either to the base or to take it home, which makes sense. But the problem was he wasn't running the drive through He expected the server to run the drive through while taking care of the tables. And he didn't have a drive through setup like with a remote speaker and then the window. It was you had to pull out to the window, place your order, and sit there and wait while it got assembled. So no more than one car would ever be in line. So I go in for a day and watch, and I go in for another day and watch. And the second day that I watch, it's a little bit busier. There's a couple more tables for the server to wait on, and it's even more chaotic. She's really lost. My friend has no clue how to help her. He's lost. At least from one day to the next, I told him that there's no way you can expect her to do the drive-through and the tables. It's not going to work. So he tried to do the drive-through, which was about the same as had he not tried to do the drive-through. So we have orders at the drive-through, one car at a time. We have this young lady trying her best to wait on tables and she has no clue. I finally got to the point where I've got to go help or these people are never getting fed. So I helped the cook get the food out, get the food prepared, and then I delivered it all. And I just told the waitress to take orders, I'll deliver the food. After lunch, I pulled him off to the side, pulled my friend off to the side and said, this ain't going to work. She has no clue what she's doing. I can teach her and I think she can be a really good server. But the problem is you're never going to build up enough sales for her to in turn get tips enough to want to keep this job. She's keeping it now because she doesn't understand what she's doing and it's all new to her. Once she understands what she's doing, she's going to become quite bored. And then she's going to start thinking about how can I make more money somewhere else? This isn't going to work. So Rick shared with me at that point that he was in danger of losing the site completely because he was behind on his rent and they were talking about kicking him out and he just didn't know what to do and he locked himself into a lease so we couldn't really move somewhere else either without breaking the lease and paying a whole bunch of money he just didn't have so we were left to try to make lemonade out of the lemons that he had 
but I really wanted to see him succeed and I wanted to build a solid foundation of procedures so that he could do it on his own and didn't have to come to me every time he had a problem because I could run the restaurant and I could make it successful but that does him no good he has to be able to do it for himself so we came up with a plan we streamlined his menu we trained his employee how to be a really good waitress. We hired somebody else to run the drive through We did some direct mail marketing, and we just blanketed every business and every residence with discounts and coupons to let them know that we existed and let them know that we were here. We encouraged call-in orders. Since he had that extra employee now, he could, could do that. So that the folks coming from the base could go ahead and call in ahead. Food would be ready when they got here. They could take it back to the base or they could sit down and enjoy it. And we did everything we could to get more people in so that the server would be busy, she could make more money. And then obviously if she's making more money, the business is making more money. It took us about two months and we got all the bills caught up. We got everything going the way it needed to be going, but it was some hard work and you can't let yourself get behind like that. Eventually, to make a long story short, he got a new location. He got a better location. And this time, instead of him just picking it, he asked me for help. So we did the analysis of every place he was interested in to see what would work best for him based on the traffic patterns and based on the clients he already had. And then after he got that new location opened and operating and operating well, he got a second location. And then he got a third location. And he changed from being the guy that hung out to collect all the money to being the guy that was operating three successful restaurants all barbecue based and all doing pretty well and that was 30 years ago he sold all of his stores as a group he sold them for a really nice amount way more than he had into them and he went off to retire to the caribbean and now he's sitting on the beaches in megan's bay and st thomas every day and he sends me a picture saying guess where i am and I know where he is because I worked in St. Thomas too. But had he not asked for help, had he not said, I don't know what I'm doing, and admitted that he didn't know what he was doing, he would have lost his investment. He'd have lost that business. And he wouldn't be sitting pretty now on the beach in Megan's Bay. Somebody had created success. They put a price tag on it, and my friend bought it, just like a food truck. Somebody's got an existing business, puts a price tag on it, and you want to go out and buy it. But what hurt him was his lack of experience, his lack of food knowledge, and his lack of just business knowledge in general caused him to nearly lose his investment. I see people occasionally will put up, and they'll say, it's a turnkey investment. All you gotta do is buy it and you can have your food truck and start tomorrow. Doesn't work that way. A restaurant has people that are accustomed to going to that particular spot. So when it changes ownerships, they may not notice until the owner starts making changes. You buy a food truck, it's mobile so that people don't have that habit of going there. So you're locked into going wherever the food truck normally went to get its existing guest base there. And then if your personality is different and you don't do things the exact same way the original owner did, that established client base won't be coming back. A food truck is as much about personality of the owner as it is the food that it sells and the service that it gives. So buying an existing food truck means you've got to bend a little bit and gently take your guests into a new direction if that's what you want to do. But if you're going to spend the bigger money to buy an existing food truck, which means you're getting all the permits and all the contracts and all the contacts and everything they, they have worked for, and you want to get, and you spend that kind of money to, to get that kind of complete package, then you got to do the things to make sure you maintain that investment until you can gently move it in the direction you want it to go. 
you might make a mistake when you buy a food truck. The point is that you adjust. You notice that you're making mistakes and adjust. If you don't know how to adjust, you seek help. Come to the Facebook group. Enlist my services. But you can't wait till you get too far behind. All right, I will be back next week with a whole new set of topics. If you're enjoying our chats, please consider supporting the podcast by clicking the support button and giving a monthly donation. If your budget doesn't have room for that, a one-time donation is fine also. I've got a link in the description for that. Either way, it means the world to me, and I really appreciate all of your support. If you like being around like-minded people, join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training, and there'll be a link in the description for that. Thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, stay profitable, my friends.